0: Welcome to Real Truth Real Quick. My name is Rick Smith. I'm here with Todd Wagner. How you doing, Todd? I'm well, buddy. Thank you. How you doing? Well, doing pretty well. Today we're talking about a topic that um, a lot of people have been talking about recently and it's the Me Too movement. What is a biblical response to the Me Too movement? Well, there's a lot of people who probably don't know what the Me Too movement is. As surprising as that might be to maybe people who are um, you know, social media savvy. It's a it's a big hashtag, as you see there in the question, the hashtag MeToo movement. And it basically is uh, a movement where people are speaking up saying, hey, this also happened to me. And that thing that they're talking about is sexual harassment primarily in the workplace. But I would just say systematically in our society and in the case of this English hashtag in American society. Uh, most famously recently, we see Um, Harvey Weinstein in the entertainment industry, we've seen Matt Lauer uh, in the news industry, and we see it repeatedly and throughout the political industry and all throughout the workplace. In fact, a recent university study said that 60 percent of women in general said that they experienced some form of sexual harassment and 20 percent of men. Um, Harvard Graduate School did a study and they said that 90 percent of girls today, uh, 18 to 25 said they've been sexually harassed. Now I've, I've even heard some women come by and say, well, the reason those 18 to 25-year-olds think they were at a much higher rate than the rest of us is because they're calling things sexual harassment that we're not. Some women are going to say, hey, you should know what real sexual harassment was to me. Someone didn't just tell an off-color joke or uh, give me a glance or an unwanted uh, advance in some way. I mean, I was really told if I didn't perform a sexual act, I was gonna lose my job. And so you have to really, and this is what I would say, you have to really understand what you're talking about. So here's the first thing I would do anytime somebody says anything about themselves: I'd listen. I go, what are you talking about? What don't I understand about what you've been through? Um, The Bible says a fool does not delight in understanding, but only in revealing his own mind. Um, that's in Proverbs 18. It also says in Proverbs 18, "He who gives an answer before he hears, it is a folly and a shame to him." And and so you really want to listen, okay, to somebody when they're saying, "This is what I'm experiencing." And I will tell you what: This is what believers should do for people that are an objectified, bullied, uh, or a minority class. Period. In Proverbs chapter 31, um, it says, "Open your mouth for the mute." Okay, for the rights of all the unfortunate. Open your mouth and judge righteously, and defend the rights of the afflicted and needy. It is a fact. My wife and I, we were talking about this, and she said, "Can you believe this?" And I go, "Absolutely, I can believe this." Because of the pornification of our culture, and I do think this is why 18 to 25 year olds. are experiencing this at a greater rate than even 50- to 70-year-olds are, or all women in general, because 18- to 25-year-olds today are are accompanied by a bunch of men that have been um, presented with more opportunities uh, to look at and to consume pornography uh, than any other culture in the history of humanity, uh, with the proliferation of the iPhone, and all the um, images, and um, and storylines that are uh, pornographic that have been thrown at youth and at kids today, of course they objectify women. Okay. By the way, um, we've, we've seen always, we saw it racially in our country in, in a way that um, you know, needed to be spoken up against and the church was silent. And the reason that, time, reason that so many people are silent in the face of bullies or injustice to others is they try and judge how the powerful are doing. And they're like, hey, I'm not right now the one suffering. Okay, And if I speak up, that bully, he may not sexually harass me, but he's going to come after me and I'm going to suffer. In the same way, he can intimidate those people and put their jobs at risk. Maybe my job in some way uh, will suffer if I speak up against that bully. That is a bad reason. That's a cowardly reason to stay silent. The reason that men, specifically, uh, and we know this isn't just a male problem, right? It is majority-wise. but We do know that there are a lot of female teachers that are um, harassing, not just harassing, but seducing their students. Okay, but anytime you see uh, injustice, anytime you see somebody in a position of power, using that for other people, it is up to us, even at cost to ourself, uh, to speak up. That's what believers do. They open their mouth, for those who are the unfortunate. Martin Niemöller, who was a famous German pastor during the time of the rise of fascism in Germany, Germany was famously quoted as saying this, hey, first they came um, for the socialists and I didn't speak up because I wasn't a socialist. And then they came for the trade unionists and I didn't speak up because I wasn't a trade unionist. And then they came for the Jews and I didn't speak up because I wasn't a Jew. And then they came for me and nobody spoke up for me because they were all gone. Okay, so the reason you speak up is not because one day you're going to need somebody to speak up for you, but because somebody has already shown you, all right, when you were in an unfortunate, impoverished state, bullied and captive by sin, what God did as he rescued you. And we are his hands and feet. Um, I, I, I do believe. That um, the problem here is that we've enabled behavior in men for a long time, and other men have enabled by behavior by men for a long time. That is, um, the chickens are just coming to roost. A little bit of this is on our society in general, um, where it's, it's a quote I've used before. I'm not going to be able to quote the entire thing right now, but where C.S. Lewis says we we um, we mock honor and virtue, and then we're shocked to find traitors in our midst. Okay, and so we we promote. Um, this, uh, this broad liberal view of sexuality, and we celebrate uh, every kind of morality, and then we're shocked when we see immoral behavior, okay? And, and I, I just, um, why would you be surprised at, that that uh, men who are used to pleasing themselves at every turn keep reaching for more, and if they're powerful, even use their power to intimidate women to get more of what they want? So Christians need to speak up. They need to make a case for God's ethic. They need to talk about how God tells us how to treat one another. Uh, as difficult as it is, he tells us to treat your, your um, you know, women in the Lord that aren't your wife as your sisters in the Lord. Okay? And so that's the way you've got to view women, made in the image of God if you're a man, um, uh, distinct from you, not the same as you, but equal in honor and dignity. They are not there for your pleasure or to be exploited. They're not sexual objects. Okay. They're for your entertainment. They're made in the image of God. And First Thess 4 says, if you abuse them for your own pleasure, the Lord is the avenger of these things. So speak up, listen, understand. Uh, I would say be an evangelist for an ethic and a morality that will uh, create a, a reformation of manners that will bring a blessing to society. And don't sit there and be silent because you think if you speak up it's going to cost you. All right, it's going to cost you if you don't do what you should do, because the Lord says in uh, you know Proverbs twenty four, it says, "Do you see those being led away to slaughter? All right, oh, hold them back. If you see it, and you don't do anything about it, will not God hold you accountable for that? All right, and rendered each man according to his deeds. There you go." All right. Thanks, Todd. So if you're watching this and there's any way we can serve you or help you in any way, there's an email address at the bottom of the screen. You can send us an email. We'd love to connect you with a woman here on our staff. We have another resource. Yeah, well, we've got one if you're a man called MEND for men that are victims, not of sexual harassment, but sexual abuse, and specifically women as well now, Rick, uh, called Shelter from the Storm. We call it Shelter for short. Even if you're not close enough where we can connect you to that directly, and you want information how you might be able to start a ministry like that, or we can point you to other resources to care for you uh, as one who's been harassed or even worse, tragically abused, let us know how we can serve you. Yes, and we'll see you next week on another episode of Real Truth Real Quick.